Okay, so we are now going to look at our last candle before Christmas Day. This time next week, it will be Boxing Day. Is that right? Have I got that right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's only a week to go. Um, and we've been looking at the theme of Jesus being a gift, as this lovely play has shown us, and that Jesus is a gift, the perfect gift. Um, and today, we're going to be thinking about that in terms of the fact that Jesus is a gift for life, not just for Christmas, and actually really unpacking what that means. How is Jesus a gift for life? And we're going to make it quite real because we're going to be thinking about how will we unpack the gift of Jesus in 2022? Or how did we unwrap the gift of Jesus in 2021? What did that look like for us? And we're going to do that by taking a moment to look back over 2021. I'm going to have a quiz because, you know, it wouldn't be this part of the service without a bit of family fun, and we all have a bit of family fun. So we're going to do a little review of the year quiz, okay? So you can talk to the person next to you. There are five questions, and then we will go through the answers. So are you ready? Take a moment to think back through this year. What happened? Question number one, which I'm hoping is going to appear on the slide. Thank you, sorry. Joe Biden was inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States. How old was he on the day in January 2021? Have a think. Don't tell me. Have a think. We're going to go through the answers at the end. You've got to remember. Okay, question number two. Are you ready for question number two? In March, what percentage pay rise did the government propose for NHS workers? I'm expecting a few NHS workers in this room. Yeah. How much was the government saying in March? It's a bit political for a Sunday morning, but why not? Okay, question number three. How many Premier League football clubs agreed to join a new breakaway European Super League? That was earlier this year. How many was it? And the bonus point, if you know all the names. Okay, question number four. Which comic strip character from, character from the British child children's comic, The Beano, became 70 years old in 2021? So this year, who, who celebrated their 70th birthday? And I th is that the last one? Is, it, or is there one more? Might be one more. Oh, last one. A big container ship called Ever Given got stuck in which waterway in Egypt? That was this year as well. Any idea? Okay, let's see how well you can remember 2021. Let's go through the answers. First one, Joe Biden was inaugurated as the 46th president. He was 78. Who got that right? If you're, well done. Yes, good, good. <laughs> Number two, what was the percentage pay rise for NHS workers? 1%. Boom. Not good enough. Not good enough. Number three, how many Premier League football clubs? It was six, and it was those teams there. Who got that right? Yeah, so people, good. Well done, well done. Number four, who is celebrating their 70th birthday? <laughs> I have to say, he looks well for someone that's 70, don't you think? I think he's aged well. 
And lastly, where was the big container ship stuck? It was the Suez Canal. Who got that right? Yeah, good. Oh, well done. Give yourselves a clap. Well done for remembering 2021. Okay, so um, when I was thinking about today and what to talk about in terms of Jesus being a gift for life and not just for Christmas, um, I started thinking back to 2021 for us actually as a family. I don't know if any of you have got phones where they give you, like, they make albums of photos. Anybody got phones that does that? So our phone, my phone did that, as, is, as did Dish's phone, actually. And it was a bit quite emotional for us, because 2021 was not a great year for us as a family, as many of you will know. In fact, it was quite traumatic as a year for us, and the start of the year was particularly horrific. And actually, I'm very grateful. Thank you. I'm going to take advantage of being here to say thank you to everybody in this room that was with us on that journey at the start of this year, which was particularly horrendous. Um, and we were so grateful, actually, to the support that everybody in this church did for us, whether it was praying or food or cake or a smile or whatever it was. We were so grateful for that at the start of this year, because this time last year, if someone had said, that's what your start of 2020, 2021 is going to look like, I would never have believed it. I would have said, gosh, no, that's not going to happen to us. But it was a really, really difficult time for us as a family. And it just made me really reflect on this idea of Jesus being a gift for life, and as we unwrap that gift of Jesus, those aren't just words. They have to mean something, don't they? And I can look back over this year and see how Jesus carried us, how God carried us through that really difficult time. And I'm sure you're probably sat here as well thinking of things that might have happened to you and actually how God carried you through those times in 2021. You know, not, not everything is always wonderful. God never promised that as Christians, life was going to be great. In fact, if you read what he says, he promises quite the opposite. He actually promises that we're going to suffer and we're going to be persecuted. Life isn't always going to be wonderful. And actually, Jesus wants us to wrap the gift of how he can be our gift for life when things aren't great and actually when things aren't perfect. And as we stand here thinking about next year, 2022, and what that's going to look like, we don't know, do we? We don't know what that year is going to look like, especially in the current situation where suddenly things have got very bleak again, haven't they? The headlines are making us think, what's Christmas going to look like? So I really want us just to be honest this morning as we unpack what Jesus means for us for 2022. So just thinking about that really, um, in the context of the fact that we want to really unwrap that gift today. We don't want the gift of Jesus to be the gift that stays on a shelf and we don't use it. I'm sure we've all had presents over the years which we've never used. And we might not have used them because we felt they were too precious. We might not have used them because we were scared to break them. We might not have used them because we weren't quite sure how to use them. And Jesus could be all of those things to us, but I want, and I think we all want Jesus to be somebody that we, we use, that we actually take advantage of this wonderful, unexpected, badly wrapped, outrageously generous gift and use it in 2022. And that's what we're going to think about over the next few minutes. And we're going to do it by thinking about reading Isaiah chapter 9 and the very beginning of that um, in terms of Jesus being that gift. I'll just read it from the screen. It's um, so it says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And I'm, what I'm going to do is very quickly, very long, is unpack or unwrap Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And what does that mean for each of us for 2022? What does, what's that going to look like? And we're just going to think about that a little bit, and then we're going to reflect on that at the very, very end. So first of all, wonderful counsellor. Um, 
When I think of the word wonderful counsellor, I think about a counsellor. And about 10 years ago, I went for counselling. I was going through a bit of a tough time and I needed to talk to somebody and I went to see a counsellor. And they were really helpful. They weren't wonderful, but they were good. They were good, I would say. They were very helpful um, because they were really good at listening to me and they were really good at asking me questions. They me think about my life and what I was doing and why I behaved the way that I was behaving in certain situations and actually how to get some balance and perspective. And it was really helpful, actually, for me. Um, because what this counsellor did was they listened and they asked questions. They did, they, sometimes they provided solutions, but very often it was just listening and asking questions. And when you look at Jesus, if we're unwrapping the gift of Jesus, that's kind of what Jesus did. If you read the Gospels, did you know Jesus was asked, oh no, sorry, Jesus asked 307 questions. If you don't believe me, there's your homework, go and count. 307 questions Jesus asked during his ministry. And I always find it really interesting, the number of times somebody goes to him and they ask him a question, and he responds with a question. And it's really, he does it a lot. And because questioning is amazing. If someone asks you a question, you have to find the answer to that question. And by finding the answer to it yourself, you own that answer, don't you? And it means more to you. And you learn from it as opposed, as opposed to someone just telling you what to do. So he asked 307. He was asked 183 questions. He only answered three of them. It's interesting, isn't it? You know? So when we go to God and we ask him questions and we ask him to do things, maybe he answers us with a question. Maybe that's what being a wonderful counsellor is. Maybe he asks us to actually think what the answer might be. Right now, I'm going through something and I've got a lot of questions about something. Nothing, it's nothing just to do with work, really. And, and I'm asking God for guidance about something. And actually, maybe his answer to me is a question as opposed to telling me what to do, because that's what I want him to do. I want him to tell me what to do. You know, we always say, just tell me what to do. But maybe that's not what a wonderful counsellor means. And I, don't, I, I could spend a whole hour talking about this, but I will. I'm going to just give you five questions that he asked, which is so deep, so deep. There's a whole talk in there. One of the questions he asked was, who do you say I am? Oh, that's deep. He also asked the question, do you believe? Do you want to get well? Wow, that's a big question, isn't it? Why are you so afraid? Do you love me? And those are just five questions that Jesus asked in the, in, in his, during his ministry. And if you go back and you read some of the other ones, they're so deep. And actually, for 2022, if we want God to be our wonderful counsel, we want to unwrap that gift, what questions is he asking us for next year? What questions has he asked us this year? Have we answered them? Let's unwrap that gift of Jesus being a wonderful counsellor and let him help us to think through anything we're facing at the moment and answer those questions for ourselves. Right, moving on, let's talk about Almighty God. Now, when we think of an Almighty God, I struggle with this one, I think, the most out of all four, because I want God to fix everything. In my idea, a mighty God should just make everything better. I want God to take coronavirus away today. I want that to go. That's how I want it to be. That's what I think of an almighty God. When I think of an almighty God, I think of a superhero. I think of Marvel. I think of someone that's going to save the world. But I don't think that's what God means when he says that he's an almighty God. I don't think he's a, a goodie fighting baddies, which is sometimes how we think an almighty God might be. If you read the Bible, the first time that God mentions, I am almighty God, is back in Genesis chapter 17. And he talks to Abraham. And he actually says this. I'm going to read it to you. It says, when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. 
walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. And that story goes on to say that he then tells them they're going to have a son and Sarah laughs and you probably know the story very, very well. But God's idea of being an almighty God isn't about being a goodie that fights baddies. God's idea of almighty God, I think, is that he has a big plan. And what he was doing there was he was setting out his plan, effectively for salvation for the future. He was setting that out right then at the beginning. And I think that when we talk about God being an almighty God, actually, he has a plan for each one of us. He knows what 2022 is going to look like, and there's a plan there. You know, and that, even standing here today, that's hard for me to say after what's happened to us this year. But actually, God had a plan. God was in control throughout that. I remember at the time thinking, when this is over, this is going to be a story. I remember saying that to a few people, this will be a story. And I'm, I'm so happy to say that it now is a story that had a happy ending, but it was going to be a story nonetheless. And actually, God had a plan in all of that for us. And actually, sometimes what we need to pray, and maybe our prayer for 2022 needs to be, your will be done. Actually, that's what mighty God means. It means your will be done. You, Lord, you fulfill your plan for each one of us for next year. So as we unwrap the gift of this fabulous Jesus, who's this wonderful gift, he's our wonderful counsellor, so he can ask us whatever he likes, and we just need to be honest and answer, but he also wants us just to say, your will be done for 2022. The next one is um, Everlasting Father. And this is another one that some people struggle with because fathers, you know, there's a whole, again, we could talk about that for a long time. And I'm gonna tell you a little story that, that goes with this. And there's a picture for this one. I don't know if you've got the picture, Andy, of a girl on a boat. So I don't know if you've got that picture. And if you know me, I might have told you this story already. If you go to my school, you may have heard this story already, but I'm gonna tell it again because it's such a good story. Um, so this is a girl, her name is Katie McCabe, and she is a sailor. She was 14 in the summer. And she decided that she was going to sail around the UK to um, become a, a world record holder, as being the youngest sailor to sail around the UK. And she did it. She went all the way around. There. I think it took her about six or seven weeks, and she went all the way around in a boat on her own. What amazed me about this story when I read it back in the summer holidays was, for insurance purposes, she had to have her, somebody in a boat nearby the whole time. And she had a dad. Her father was in the boat five miles behind all the way around the journey. He wasn't allowed to help her unless it got really messy, but he had to basically watch his daughter sail single-handedly all the way around the UK. And I think that's a really powerful story of the fatherhood of God and how he is with us, but he kind of lets us do it. Do you know what I mean? Like he's kind of there, but he lets us do it. And I think as a dad, that must have been so hard as a parent to watch your daughter do that whole journey on her own. I bet there were times when he was thinking, don't do that. But he didn't stop her. He didn't stop her. And I think that's amazing. And I think that's what God's like with us. How many times does he watch us do things and think, don't do that. Stop, stop. But we don't. But he's there to catch us. Because if it gets really messy, he'll be there and he will support us. And I think that picture of an everlasting father is what Jesus is like for us, actually. And as we step into 2022, he's there. He's like, he's with us, not five miles behind in a boat, but he is with us the whole way around as our everlasting father. And we may not get things right every day. We will get things wrong, in fact. I know I will. I'm definitely not going to get everything right every day next year, but God will be with me on that journey throughout all of 2022. He'll be there to catch me if it gets really difficult and if something goes really wrong, 
but he's just but he's going to let me do it make my mistakes learn from them and that's true for all of us so our third unwrapping of the gift of Jesus at Christmas for life is the fact that he's with us and actually let's just recognize that whatever we're going through next year let's recognize that he's there and he's with us to help us and to support us but he's going to let us do it so that we own it and we do it ourselves and lastly prince of peace how are we going to unwrap the gift of Jesus being the prince of peace well, in John chapter 14, Jesus says, and I'm going to read that one to you as well, sorry. Um, 27. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I'm going to read the last sentence again. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And I think when Jesus talks about being the Prince of Peace, there's two sides to that. There's a first part where it's just for us, actually. Peace for our hearts and our minds so that we aren't troubled and we aren't afraid. And that's really easy to say, isn't it? But right now, I'm sure a lot of us are feeling a little bit troubled and a little bit afraid. You know, we're hearing about virus levels rising, infection, all the rest of it. It could be other things in our lives right now that are making us feel slightly troubled and slightly afraid or slightly anxious. You know, mental health isn't something that we often talk about in church from the front but actually it affects all of us and um and actually mental health is huge actually it has a really big impact on the way that our, our, we think and the way that we feel and the actions that we take and the way that we respond but actually what jesus says when he says i am the prince of peace, unwrap that gift of the prince of peace is actually just thinking about the fact that actually he says if you're struggling with your mental health or with whatever's going on for you now trust me i am the prince of peace and what i'm saying to you is don't let your hearts be troubled the second part of that, and then I'll bring all that together, is actually peace in relationships. And I'm going to read this last little verse to you, which is Ephesians chapter 4, I think it is. She says, she says, a little bit of paper. Let's have a look. Hey, there we go. And it says, make every, oh, hang on, I'll read. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So the second part of being the Prince of Peace, the second part of unwrapping that gift is, is actually looking after our own mental health, but also having good relationships with those around us, which can sometimes be easier said than done, isn't it? We have to be quite gracious, don't we? Because people annoy us, people annoy me all the time. I don't, maybe people don't annoy you, I get annoyed by people quite a lot. And actually you have to learn, don't you, to be quite gracious and to deal with that and to have that peace in those situations. So peace in relationships is the second part of that really. So being able to have that peace in all of those situations. So all I wanted to finish with saying was actually that peace, if you read later on in, in the Bible, it talks about peace being one of the fruits of the Spirit. And what somebody once said to me, that peace is a fruit, it's not a gift. So you have to grow it and you have to develop it and you have to nurture it. It's, not, it's, it's, a, it, it's almost like a fruit that you have to grow. So when Jesus says he's the Prince of Peace, he wants to bring peace to all of us, but we have to help that seed of peace to grow into fruit. So if it's mental health, actually, how can I look after my mental health? How can I grow that sense of peace in 2022? If it's relationships, how can I work to fix relationships that are broken in 2022? So to finish then, really, wonderful counsellor, almighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. I don't know about you, don't know about me. In 2022, which bit of those do we need God to really speak to us for about this year, really? Which bits of those do we really need God to say, do you know what? I'm with you. Unwrap the gift of me being your wonderful counsellor. Unwrap the gift of me being that mighty God with a plan for your life. 
and wrap the gift of me being your everlasting father who is with you every single day. And unwrap the gift of the Prince of Peace that you will grow and cultivate in 2022 as you look after your mental health and as you build relationships that may be broken.